Night gathers, and now my watch begins. I am the sword in the darkness. I am the watcher on the walls. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beyond the Wall, oh, episode 8 of Beyond the Wall. Uh, a very late episode. A very eight. late episode 8. Um, for those of you who don't know, well, obviously, yeah, we recorded a week late. Uh, we missed last week, so we're recording on the night of uh, episode 9. So we're going to try and speed through this episode and get to the next one. Yeah, so. We still um, haven't watched the next one yet, so. No, so we're, we're going, yeah, we're, we're going to recap. Episode 8 and what we normally do and then we'll get straight into episode 9 and we'll be back very quickly in terms of recording. Um, so I'm one of your hosts, Dylan, and I'm here with my best friend, Dane. How are you going? Hey. Um, so this episode... No one. Yes. Yes. I'm yeah. glad you're on the ball then because I, I say it every week. I'm like, this episode, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and I'm looking through my phone. I'm like, do I have it? Do I have it? Do I have it? Um, and I didn't. So thank you for saving me. Uh, so titled No One. Uh, what did you think? Um, I think it may it. I, I didn't really like it. No, <laughs> it's it was it was different, wasn't it? Yeah, like they they made a lot of choices that I strongly disagree with. Okay, okay. We'll we'll obviously get to those through the yep. through it. So um, so we start off with uh, in out in Bravos there. Holy fuck, was this ridiculous? <laughs> this is just like ah. Like, what what did you find ridiculous though? Okay, so for one, in a show where you know like. Characters can die. So, like, Carl Drogo in season one yep. got a scratch that got infected and yep. he died. Here you have um, a character that last week got knifed repeatedly in the gut, fell into very dirty water, and yep. manages to stagger through the city to help without, you know, any... Not, not just any old help. It was Lady Crane? Yeah. Yeah. So the, the woman that was... The woman that Arya was sent to save, yeah. like, to, to, not to save, to assassinate, to, to yeah. assassinate her. And so she saved by literally just stitching her gut off. Yeah. Like, it, but then again, didn't she have, like, that stuff in the vibe? Did she have, like, a... That's just pain. That's just painkiller. Okay, okay. Um, so, no, we're in Bravos. Uh, Lady Crane, in this episode, Lady Crane uh, returns mm-hmm. to Arya to sort of check up on her and see how she's going. Uh, like you said, it's just stitching. Yeah. Like, she's just stitched her up. Um... There's bits and pieces, like, sort of... It's a lot of exposition. There's a lot of, like, sort of throwaway information here. Um, One of which is that Lady Crane, like, mutilated um, the rival actress. Yeah. She mutilated her face before kicking her out, sort of thing. I'm like, oh, okay. All right, then. Um, So, no, it it, it was... Yeah, this, this scene was just... I, I don't really have anything to say about it. It's, it's kind of checking back in after what happened last episode. Mm. Um, did you have anything else to add about this one? No, I'll complain more about it when we get to the next bit. Okay, okay. Um, so then we jump to we jump to the Riverlands mm. to uh, some stuff that I think you would be really excited about seeing. Like sort of, yeah. we haven't seen the Brotherhood Without Banners for, for a couple of seasons now, and now they're back. And yeah. especially the fact that they've kept... The, the actor for um, Beric and... We didn't get to Beric and Thoris until much later in the episode. Are you sure? Yeah, like... It, it no, started it, off with, it, was, it started it off with the hound just, like... Uh, just killing those three the three dudes, yeah. yeah. Um, quite a brutal kill, though. Like, there was that... The long-haired kid. Like, he looked yeah. like a kid. <laughs> Fucking slams the axe straight into his chest. And, like... It's so nice to have him back. It's... <laughs> he had some good chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your last word? 
fuck! <laughs> You're a shit at dying. Yeah. Like, I, I think... He's he's a he's such a good character. Like yeah. um, a lot of a lot of really standout stuff from him. Um, yeah. So just a little scene where he just kills people. Yeah, he just kills he kills a, a group of people um, with an axe. And yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the hounds back. <laughs> yeah, yay! Um, we then jump to Marine, uh, where we see Tyrion and uh, and Varys. Sort of just strolling the streets. Mm. Tyrion's in a new blue garb sort of thing. Mm. I, I don't really know the significance of this. Other than it's like to sort of... It's his pimp robe. <laughs> He's pimping. Yeah. He's got his little finger robe on. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, we then discover that, that Varys is, is going to leave. Yeah. Um, at the end of this scene, he leaves and, and goes away. Mm. Um, I believe it's it's back to Westeros, isn't it? Yeah, I can't remember what he's doing if it was mentioned. He's... Going on some scheme or plan or something. Right here uh, in my notes it says, um, Varus leaves for Westeros to find more allies and ships. Mm. Biggest part of the economy in Game of Thrones is ships. If they just go to Littlefinger and learn how to teleport, yeah, it would be just, much easier. Bang! Just straight into a different different location. Um, I think we leave that there. We then jump to King's Landing. We jump to King's Landing quite a bit in this episode, so we might end up lumping a couple of these scenes together. Yeah. Because um, they do sort of just sprinkle them throughout. Um, we get to see the um, the Faith Militant led by Lancel approach Cersei and and the Mountain. <laughs> this is this is such a good scene. I love this. Um, it's just a bit of a back and forth and a bit of a scuffle between them, and yeah. and it's uh, it's that scene from the trailer. For this entire season where Cersei's like, I choose violence. Um, and one of the Faith Militant, like, with their... What would you call them? Were they mace? Like, like, wood spike... Po- like, nail boards? Like, they mm. look like nails, but oh, it doesn't really matter. Um, it's kind of like an axe. and it, it gives him plus three to piercing damage. Exactly. Armor piercing. Um, and yeah, he this guy swings it and it nails the mountain straight in the yeah. chest. Um, actually, correct me if I'm wrong... Does it go through the armor or does it bounce off? No, there's big holes in the armor. It's big holes, hey. Yeah. yeah. Um, I said so he, he struggles to rip it back that, out. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, lands it straight into his, into his chest. Yeah. Um, struggles to get it out. The mountain sort of... He throws him, doesn't he? Like, yeah. He, he hits him away. And then rips his head off. And then actually like, full on rips his head off. Like mm. I'm like, I need more of this in my Game of Thrones. <laughs> I, what I don't get is like... The mountain, this undead mountain that's going around getting maced in the chest and just ripping people's heads off. Like, why are people just not more concerned about this in general? Like, nobody cares. It's like, oh yeah, there's the mountain. There's like, this dude. I'm not going to piss him off, but like, there he is. It's like, it's not It's not the fact that this is like a complete, like, he's an yeah. undead, like, yeah. brick house of a person. I said, in, in the books, it's like, kept under wraps that it's like the mountain that doesn't actually have a head. Like, he has a head in the show, but... Yeah, like there's nothing under the helmet in the in, books. Yeah, in no. the books, yeah. And it's like it's Robert Strong, man. Like, yeah, it's like this big whole like facade mm. that has just been thrown away in the show. Yeah. And I feel that it's because like they, for lack of a better term, they've sort of dumbed it down a little bit because yeah. they're like, oh look, it's the mountain. You guys remember the mountain? You know who that is? Mm. Um, so no, that's the only reason I can think of yeah. them doing that. Um, so yeah, he rips the dude's head off. Yeah. I think we leave that part there. Um, we jump back to the Riverlands with Brienne and Pod. Yes, I think. Yeah, I haven't seen this episode since last week, so yeah. I'm going off notes, and notes are all yeah. jumbled. I believe that's about when they, they got. Yeah, they go there. Um, 
they sort of they gallop up. Do they gallop up on on the Lannister sort of the army? They just sort of ride up on the hill. They're looking for a bit. She sees Jamie. Then they get surrounded by guards. That's right, yeah. and then they get escorted down. Yeah. Um, Brienne goes off with Jamie, and then a nice little scene between Pod and Bron. Bron. I like this. Like, can I have more of this? <laughs> like, um, so no, Bron like grabs him from behind, and he's like. And, and lets him go and Pod's like oh Brian's been teaching me how to fight and she's like well that's not going to do very well if someone can kill you like that yeah. um, it's just that wit mm-hmm. that Bron like the character of Bron has and yeah. it's, it's quite cool um, I'm trying to think we th- do we go straight to Brian and Jamie? yeah yeah they, ha- they have a big old chat about why she's there and what he's doing and that it's a little bit hostile at first but then they sort of like basically like fuck politics you know we, we both know why we're here. We're two people. Like, yeah. Like, let's we, we, just, got, we got things, like, let's just figure this out. Yeah. Like, yeah, we exactly. both want a diplomatic end to this so we can get the fuck out. And, yeah, they, neither of them yeah. want to be there. Like, yeah. it's it's just one of those things where they're like, oh, okay, cool. Um, one one thing that I did like from this episode is that Brienne tries to give Jamie Oathkeeper back. Mm. And Jamie's sort of like, no, 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 no. That's that's your sword. Like, you've, you've earned that. Like, that's yours. It's not mine. Don't take it back. Um, and then was it the blackfish that says later on that it's got like you're just coming in like Brienne's coming into the castle into River Run as like an envoy for the Lannisters because she's has Oathkeeper and Oathkeeper has like a lion pummel on the end yeah. of it it's a nice little details like that it's like oh these kind of like cloak and dagger shifty sort of business mm. that goes on um, speaking of the blackfish the next scene is Brienne taking the letter that Sansa wrote to the Blackfish, yeah. um, requesting help to take to take Winterfell back. Mm. Uh, the Blackfish, the Blackfish don't give a fuck. No, he's just saying he just doesn't care yeah. about anything, um, which is not. I, I like it for that character. He's kind of like he's he's accepted what's happening here. He's he's done. Like this is it. This is the final stand. Like. Um, and I think that's okay for a character said, that we haven't seen. For I don't like it that it's the final stand. Like I I like that he's resisting in that. But I don't like that it's the final stand. Okay. As well, when we get to that, I'll talk when, about it. When we it. get yeah. to that other one, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think we... We sort of... I think we jump back to King's Landing again. Maybe. Um, let's go to King's Landing. Okay, let's go Let's go to King's Landing where... Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, I think it's just more more talking. I think Kevin Lannister... This is the scene where Cersei wasn't informed that there was the king was going to make an announcement, wasn't it? Was this the actual announcement? I don't... Were there any other King's Let's, Landing scenes? Yeah, there are more ones later on. I think, like, there's one or two more, maybe. Were there? Oh, there may be, like, small throwaway scenes. Uh-huh. Like, um... But, but anyway, we get to see... Do you want to just do the throne room, like, the, the announcement yeah. scene, like, right now? Yeah. So, you've, um, you've got the notes. Is, are we missing anything? I'm, I'm, I'm skimming through them. Like, I don't... The next thing is that Tom is in the throne room, but it's the night's that yeah. Yeah, that's, cool. yeah. that's that's the last scene. Alright, cool, I'm happy with that. Um Tom announces that there will be no longer any more trials by combat. I don't like this kid. He just killed all hype for Clear Game Ball. All Game Ball is yeah. done. No, I said, it, I, I it'll told, happen. It'll I told happen. you last week or the week before or whatever that I thought there might not be a trial by combat. Doesn't mean that there still can't be a sort of hound v mountain. No, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, Someone's gotta fight him. In a way, is it sort of like because just um, going back to the prophecy from fuck whenever we heard it mm. um, about Cersei, the you like the the Valyrian translation of of the word was little brother, right? Yeah. 
Tommen's little brother by denying Cersei the trial by combat has he essentially killed her or is there like a, sh- a little scheme to nah there's probably a scheme nah as I said Tommen's gonna die so it's not gonna be because of him I thought like indir- he's basically indirectly killed her by nah. denying her a trial by combat no because um, as I said um, when we got to the end of this scene um, Kyburn was talking to Cersei about the rumour and yeah. I'm thinking that's the Mad King's stash of wildfire. Okay. She's about to go fucking nuclear. Oh, damn. <sighs> On what? I'm assuming the, the, the faith. The, the faith? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, she just like fucking burns the set down? Yeah, maybe. I said, like, they've told her, like, oh, your trial's going to be at this time in this location. Like, <laughs> why would you not read it to blow? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. And in poetic irony, that'll probably end up being what kills Tommen as well, I reckon. Yeah, more than likely it'll be through her doing. Yeah. She, like, she'll she'll kill him. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I never thought of that. Huh. Um, so then we jump to Marine again. Yep. Uh, we get to see some... Dr- was it drinking games again? They were trying to tell jokes. That's right. Oh, I'm sick of this Fuck shit. This scene. Nothing happened in this scene. It's like, why? It's it's almost like they're like, hey, remember that these characters, they're still here. What it like, is, is that... still characters. I, th- I think what it is, is that Tyrion's popular, but he's not in an interesting place story-wise, but they keep giving him stuff. But And he's going to probably win another Emmy for no, whatever the fuck he's doing. I doubt that so He didn't much. deserve it last year and he won, so... But unless he has a big scene in the finale or something, he didn't get it the year that he was like the the year that Tyrion was on trial, did he? No, no, that was Breaking Bad's year. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, thought so. And I said last year it should have been um, Mike from Better Call Saul, like Jonathan Banks, or it should have been Ben Mendelsohn from Bloodline. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like I said, um, yeah, Peter Dinklage got up on stage and basically said, "Yeah, this should have been Jonathan <laughs> I Banks." I don't deserve this. <laughs> Pretty much. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, no, like, he, he has moments where he deserves it, and he's lost out to something That else. hasn't been these last couple of seasons. And it, yeah, yeah, like I was just about to say, yeah. it's not now. Like, yeah. this is not one of those moments. Um, so, no, it was basically a throwaway scene with um, Grey Worm, Masande, and Tyrion just talking shit. Yeah. And it's like, why? Like, do we, is this the scene that that character comes back? Or is that late? No, I, I think maybe at the end they announce that the ships are coming. Like they, yeah, oh, we see the ships are coming. We see the ships. And then yeah. later we cut back. Okay, so cool, cool. The ships are coming. The ships are coming. Um, back to River Run. Yep. Uh, we get to see uh, Jamie and Edmure. Yeah. Edmure's tied up in... Yeah. The, the tent. In a tent. <laughs> like, is this... Has he got a special name? Um, yeah, he's got... He's tied up there and there's sort of a back and forward between them about negotiations sort of thing. Um, Alright, so, I like this scene apart from one thing, and that's that Jamie was still all like, oh, I'm doing everything I can to get back to Cersei. Yeah. The whole point of this arc of his in the books was that he was sort of growing as a person, becoming diplomatic, and he was, like, realising that Cersei was, like, a sort of evil bitch. Yeah. Because he actually, ex- like, when she sends him a letter basically saying, I need you to come back and, like, fight in a trial of combat for me. And then he's like, basically, yeah, fuck off, I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, here it's just, like, the whole point, it's just essentially sending him on a little side quest to kill time, really. Yeah, He's not learning anything, he's not growing as a character. See, this is the thing. Why could the King's Landing shit... Like, why sh- why, sh- why is River on the side quest when the other shit should be the side quest? And this should be the main thing. Like, this yeah. is the... He's in his element here. Yeah. Like, this is what we should be seeing because it's enjoyable to watch. Mm. 
Um, I said, like, his talk with Edmure, apart from the whole, you know, like, I'm doing anything, I will do everything I can to get back to Cersei, like, the whole, like, you know, let's, I'm gonna settle this now, and, like, Edmure was, it was, like, an intense scene. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was good, but, yeah. That, yeah, it, that, it, it was a solid scene, but, like, it, it didn't have the weight to it because we know that this is bullshit. Mm. Like, yeah. we know that we're waiting, we're now buying time and we're now waiting for the next, like, yeah. the proper plot point. Um, mm. Which is disappointing, like, yeah. and in a scene that should have held more resonance with with a lot of people and a lot more weight, it sort of yeah. didn't. Um, Especially since like Edmure has been gone for so long, it's like, yeah, who even is this guy? Yeah, exactly. Like they sort of introduced him. He hasn't really had a great. This is the only scene that he's really had a line, like uh, in in years. Yeah, that's what interesting. Like he said, I've been in prisoner for years. Yeah. So years are passing in the show. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like. We now have an idea that it's not just, like, in the space of two years. It's, like, mm. how many years have passed now? I'm assuming, like, it's approximately a year per season, so, like... Yeah, assuming. Since the Red Wedding, that'd be, like, three, four, depending. It would stop uh, Littlefinger's teleportation method out of, out of like, yeah. that's just nothing anymore. Um, but so also, yeah. then, like, if it's been years, like, what's taking the White Walkers so long? <laughs> the magic in the wall, man! But they're not even like they're not even even they're not even fucking close to it. Like yeah. I don't know. It's are they ma- like they're amassing forces? I I don't I don't know. Um, do we get to see? Yeah, we stay in River Run. We get to see that play out, don't we? I think so. Yeah. Like, well, let's, we let's, let's do that anyway. Yeah. Fuck fuck the order yeah. of the scenes. Yeah. Um, no, they. Jamie releases Edmure back to the Blackfish. Yeah. Uh, essentially. And the Blackfish has kind of got this scene where he's on the top of, like, the, the gate. And Edmure's like, let me, sort of let me in. And everything yeah. like that. And uh, the Blackfish says, no. Like, don't let him in. Like, yeah, fuck off. Yeah, this is pretty much it. Um, and all of the troops, all of, like, um, Edmure's troops. The one troop. The one guy uh, yeah. who speaks up um, is like, no, no, no. He's our lord. Let, yeah. let him in. Um, then he comes in and immediately tells him to surrender. Yes, yeah, like, <laughs> surrender. He's like... Okay. I can't Shit. believe you've done this. The, the one time. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so like it was one of those things you knew that that yeah. was going to happen. Like, obviously that was going to yeah. happen. Um, the Lannister forces come in and they go after the Blackfish. Uh, a cool little scene, though, with Brienne and Podrick who need to escape. The Blackfish essentially accepts his yeah. fate, sacrifices himself. This is bullshit. This is just lazy writing. Okay. If I remember correctly from the book, it's essentially the Blackfish that more or less negotiates their hand over a river run yeah and like basically in exchange for like sparing the tullies yeah and obviously the phrase and that want to butcher him anyway so he sort of escapes he like dives into the river and swims off and gets away yeah Yeah. it's not like you know oh like like a fish it's too much trouble writing me into the show so let's just kill me off off screen here's another character that yeah why bring him back at all if you're just going to Kill him off for screen. the sake of Jamie and Brienne's yeah. characters. That's that's what this was for. There's no reason he shouldn't have gone like north to no. help. Like, yeah, like exactly. Like yeah. I, I, there are some really dumb decisions being made yeah. story wise, like really stupid decisions. Yeah. But I do believe that they are. It's time saving. Like it's effort saving. Like mm-hmm. they don't want to have to write these characters because they're like you've said many many times. 
they're now smack bang. Here's our ending. Yeah. Let's get to it as quickly as we fucking can. No, it's not even that. It's that they need to make time for more scenes with their favorite characters like Tyrion and Grey Worm and Missandei. <sighs> and more Arya crap and more Denny crap. Out of it? the characters that are left, the only interesting ones... Yeah. John. Like... His storyline's the least interesting. Like, I want yeah. to see more Bran. Like, what the fuck's up with Bran? Yeah, exactly. Why have I... We've... How many yeah. flashbacks did we get? Yeah, We've got, like, like, three? I want to see more of, like, the Hound developing yes. his character. Or, like, Theon. Yes. Like, we could have spent more time with Theon last like, season. Or... Yeah. Was there a Theon bit last week? Uh, I don't know. No, think... it was last week or the week before. But no. Yeah, it was... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... But, yeah, like I said, the, when the show first started out, like, especially the first season, they more or less stuck to the book and yeah. gave a sort of objective look at things. But as time went on, they started making changes. They started putting their own favoritism into the show. They started making changes based on how characters they like. Yeah. yeah. Bad move. Mm. Bad move. Yeah. Um, but I did I did like the way that this setting and this location ended. Yeah. How Brienne and Podrick get away because the Blackfish the Blackfish mm. sacrifices himself. Yeah. Brienne well Podrick's rowing. Yeah. Brienne's not rowing. Um, Podrick just gets the short end of the stick all the fucking time. Um He's rowing away and Jamie's up on like the rampart sort of mm. thing, like up on like the the balcony for lack yeah. of a better term uh, and he sees them rolling away yeah. and Brienne was it Jamie that did it first or was it Brienne but like I think it was Jamie uh, yeah Jamie Jamie like lifted his hand to sort mm. of like to acknowledge the fire <laughs> <laughs> hey fire fuck <laughs> um yeah no like he he, they, he acknowledged that they're getting away and he's yeah. not gonna follow them in in this nice little raise of a hand yeah. and then Brienne raises her hand back and that's it since Lady Stoneheart is clearly not happening, are you sure? The person who is in charge, responsible for resing, resurrecting her, is still alive. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah. I didn't Plus, they've said many times they're not doing it, and people thought maybe they won't, but yeah, they explicitly confirmed it's not. And so, like, that sucks. <laughs> what was the actual point of Brienne and Podrick's quest down there? Yeah. To approach the Blackfish as, like, another... Like, yeah. it's, it's, not, it's not Jamie choosing Brienne over Cersei. Yeah. It's not even, like, oh, let's, you know, put these characters that were doing whatever in danger. It's, like, literally, let's send her down, and then she fails, and they're going straight back. They meet back, and then they go away. Like, like yeah. I don't know. <sighs> I don't even know anymore. <laughs> it's just... What, what was the point? It, yeah, exactly. It was, it was probably to, like, to appease book fans. Like, they're like, oh, cool. It's River Run, and it's Jamie and Brienne. Here you go, and know. then like book fans, like like you yeah. and I, are like what? Unless unless like um, she runs into the hound or something on the way back, or but even then, like he, he what's the what's the point of that? He like, doesn't even care for them. See, yeah, like, yeah, he won't give a shit. No, like no shit's given. So speaking um, of, is it? Do we go to the hound now? Um, no, we go back to Marine. All oh, right, yeah. Um, um, the war room shit's going down. Grey Worm doesn't like Tyrion. And then, oh, Denny shows up finally. Yeah, it's like yeah, she drops down on the dragon. Yeah, yeah. I love that you just skimmed through that scene. Yeah. I really don't think there's anything else that we need to say. So this battle, the Battle of Slavers Bay, um, this was one of the two battles that George R. R. Martin cut from the end of the fifth book. Okay. So they either he had a bit more to write than he anticipated, or they've done some serious padding here because those boats are actually there at the end of the fifth book, pretty much. Mm. So like. I don't. I don't know. I it, I can't say. Like I, uh, I don't even have an opinion anymore. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure most of the Danny stuff this season has just been padding because yeah. they like 
had her storyline get too far in front of all the other important ones, like it is the Greyjoys and the... It is essentially padding, because when you think about it, end of season five, she was picked up by yeah. um, Dothraki. Dothraki again, right? Yeah. She's only just gotten back. Mm. That's taken eight, eight episodes. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? And like... I wouldn't have a problem with them going off on tangents like this if it was actually <laughs> interesting. interesting. Fuck! Like, it's so annoying. Like, it's just pointless shit. Mm. It is just pointless shit. Like you said, because they like Danny. Yeah. That's like, just, 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 just... Like, you'd think, like, after, like, so the book was... The fifth book came out, I think, pretty much when season one was going on. Yeah. You'd think they would have listened to people complaining about all this shit in the, like, six years it's taken them to get to this point and be yeah. like, alright, maybe let's streamline this. Maybe it's not a good idea to, like, pad this out for eight episodes? Yeah. Yeah. No. Because yeah. that'd be the smart thing to do. Yeah. Um, so, no, we're back in the Riverlands with the Hound. Yep. Uh, who stumbles upon Beric Dondarrion uh, and Thoros of Myr yep. and the Brotherhood Without Banners. Yep. They're hanging the d- three dudes that yep. killed the... the the holy settlement that the Hound was working mm. with, uh, and Ian McShane's character, yes. who I really wish was back. I really, I we spent one fucking episode with him. And I'm like, you're a better character than a lot of the characters in this show. Please don't die. Yeah. Um, I said like instead of all this other shit, they could have given him that really boss speech that uh, the equivalent character in the books gives. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like Ian McShane would have delivered the fuck out of that speech. That's the thing. Why would you fucking waste that actor? Yeah. Like. He's a throwaway character in one episode. Yeah. Fuck. It's just... It, oh, it's so infuriating. Yeah. Um, but no, Sandor, uh, he, he walks his way up to these three dudes and the Brotherhood Without Banners and he's like... Fuck you doing here. <laughs> what? Fuck. <sighs> um, and yeah, he, they're hanging them and, and he, I love this negotiation. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, Why are you here? For them. <laughs> <laughs> he's like... Why are you killing them? Well, yeah. No, yeah, you're, we're killing them. They no, kill my friends. Right. We'll give you one. Two. Three. Two. <laughs> so, all right, two. And then he goes to kill them. No, we need to hang them. Yeah. Not even a hand. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll only got one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. It's great. Yeah. Um, and it's it's, yeah. it's it's grim, but it's still yeah. lighthearted. Like, well, it's, it's, like, yeah, uh, something about growing old. It's like, oh, he won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, yeah, it kicks the thing out. Yeah. Um, nice... Uh, Fuck, closure. That's mm. what I'm after. For Ian McShane, like that whole sort of yeah. sh- very short storyline. Very short yeah. plot point. Um, nice closure. Now he's... Uh, Beric Dondarrion has offered him a place in the Brotherhood yeah. Without Banners. Uh, and I believe, in my notes, um, they're heading north to fight, to fight White the White Walkers. Walkers. Yeah. Uh, so, here's my thinking on this. So, why is this happening? In the books, the Brotherhood Without Banners is now following uh, Lady Stoneheart, the resurrected Catelyn Stark, yeah. on a murder quest against the Freys. Okay. And the Hound is, in the books, at a sept. So, why is this happening? Like, why? what's so important about getting the Hound north, if that's where he's going? If Yeah, if, if yeah. that's eventually where he yeah. goes. So, I have a feeling that they've traded, they've traded Lady Stoneheart's character in for the Hound, and the Hound... Instead of sending them on a murder quest, which I'm gonna say Lady Stoneheart gets killed at the end of, I have a feel, like just to eliminate that character mm. sort of thing, they then end up with the like the Brotherhood without banners mm. end up heading north anyway. Yeah. But then what happens with the Hound? It's I like said, my line of 
my thought on this is that either so the hand's gonna go like now nah, I got other things to do and go fight the mountain, which I hope happens. Yeah. Or alternatively, um, it's about getting the hound back to Sansa. Ooh. Because they had a sort of they thing had, in the, when she was escaping King's Landing. Like that, yeah. Like they sort of had a thing developing, and they yeah. Obviously, like that's the only thing I can think of. He really. serves yeah. as her advisor. Unless, like, the hand is like the prince that was promised or some shit like that. And that's fucking interesting. Uh, it's, there's so many different theories. There, there are different ones. Yeah. but like, and be, there are multiple characters yeah. that loosely fit but don't quite yeah. fit. But that is fucking interesting. Yeah, it's like um, so. You like, if they're doing this, they're getting him north for whatever reason in a weird way. But I don't know. Does he? What if he becomes the thousandth Lord Commander? Yeah, maybe. Possibly. Yeah, I, said, I don't know. It's like, I don't know what the fuck they're doing anymore. Would be interesting, though. Yeah. Um, so, no, they leave that there. Uh, Sandra obviously joins them. Uh, and they... Yeah, they're sort of just sitting. It's left, they're sitting, and he's joined mm. them. Um, yeah. Back to Bravos For your favourite scenes. Oh, so... I will, let, I will literally take the fucking floor. Yeah. So, after... This really important character, Lady Crane, gets <laughs> murdered. You're, you're getting so angry. Murdered by the wife. Yeah. Yeah. In which was... I don't know. What the fuck? Yeah. So then, freshly recovering stab wound victim, Arya, um, jumps out of a window, and they engage Grieve. on the most... Grievous bodily harm victim, Arya. <laughs> they engage on the most spastic chase sequence <laughs> I've seen in quite a while. Since um, probably the one in Taken 3 where it takes Liam Neeson <laughs> 11 cuts to climb over yeah. a fence. Okay. Yeah, so spastic chase sequence that ends in the waif being murdered in the dark by Arya, giving at least some context to her going blind. Again, off screen. Yeah. Like, well, no, this was fa- fine because they set it up and then it was a sort of cool little reveal. Okay. However, when we find out that, oh, Arya is now no one and she's like, Fuck it, lol, I'm going home. What the fuck? It has completely invalidated the entire yeah, last... the whole, like, two, three seasons? Yeah. Like, so they took a year off Bran for whatever reason. Why did we need to spend so much time on her doing the same thing if she actually didn't learn anything except for the, like, two minutes where she was blind? Like, that's the only sort of skill she appears to have picked up. And then she's just like, fuck it, I'm going home. Probably on, I'm guessing, a murder quest against the phrase. More than likely. Yeah. Because out of that whole list, they're pretty much the only ones left. Yeah. Well, apart from Cersei, but that will yeah. eventually Plus, happen. if they reintroduced Walder Frey, they're clearly going to do something with him. Fucking amazing. And since, amazing actor, though. Yeah, like, and since Lady Stoneheart's not in the game, like, may as well be Arya. Yeah. Like, and then whatever her actual end game is will happen the season after. So they've just been stalling with her for two seasons, and it's been pointless, boring, and shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I honestly... Honest to God, I have nothing else to add. Like, yeah. you've you've summed it up. Like, yeah. that was the biggest yeah. fucking waste of time I have ever seen. Like, yeah. oh. and like, the whole, oh, oh no, is Ari going to die? No, no, she's not. I never thought for a second she no. was going to die. <laughs> I oh, it's just so dumb. Like, it's so dumb. Like, yeah. But what was it, like even with even with Jack and Hagar like at the end it's like he's kind of like cool it's yeah. like what would he not be a little bit like pissed and be yeah. like what what you've 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 betrayed this yeah. this order and I'm leaving and you're happy 
a man trained a girl wrong intentionally as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> a man was bored. <laughs> it's just like it, it's like a super cut of him sitting around the temple the whole day. He's just like fucking drawing shit in the stand and sticks and flipping coins. And it's like I've got nothing to yeah. do. Oh yeah, dumb plot lines are dumb. Like they could have again could have taken time off. Like it's not like she actually learned any techniques to justify it. She like. She, she you, might, could, you could maybe argue combat maybe yeah. like that's like as loose as you could get except she still kept getting her ass kicked the only reason she won is because she learned how to fight when she was blind she still kept, kept getting her ass kicked she got fucking stabbed in the stomach yeah. like six times like if she'd learnt anything yeah. oh yeah so I'm training with these assassins that can take <laughs> the can, face of anyone. Who can change their appearance ooh little girl oh yes this old woman let's let her approach <laughs> let's me let's let her approach me from behind yeah. That's oh my god! Yeah. It's just what the fuck. So the episode ends there. Yeah. Um, it's just I. It really fucking shits me. Like it's just. Ah. <laughs> uh, anyway, that leads us to the end of episode uh, eight, called "No One." Uh, we'll get straight into our. I believe it's our top, top our five second favorite characters. Yeah. Top. Yeah. Top five. But this week, second favorite character. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, so second favorite. Favorites are me, aren't they? Yes. Yes. Favorites are me. All right, cool. So my second favorite is uh, Tormund Giantsbane. Mm. Um, purely for the fact, like, when we first meet him, he's, he's, an, he's not a likable guy. He's a likable well, guy. But, you know what I mean, though. Like, he's, yeah. not a, he's not like... You don't latch onto him because he's a nice guy. You latch onto him because, like... No, he is a, pre- he is a pretty nice guy from the start. I guess, but in comparison to all of the other wildlings and stuff. But, like, he has a rapport with characters. He's not, like, a fuck you for... Fuck, like, just... He's not... Yeah. He doesn't, like, put up a wall. He, he's inviting and stuff like that's that. A, that's a point. We So, we meet him at the start of Season 3. Yeah. So, we spent two seasons, like, oh, the wildlings are bad, they're evil, they're yeah, the enemy. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, John meets them, and it's like... Oh wait, these people are actually pretty. They're actual. They're, people. they're people. They're, they're nice. People. They're legit. Yeah. Um, plus, I ship him and Brienne. I was. So that's what I was just going on to that. I was just like, plus, I want more Brienne and Tommen. Like, no, no doubt that's gonna. Like, do we reckon we'll get more, or do you think it's just like a nice little throwaway thing that they've done for like the two the two episodes that they were together? I don't know because Brienne's also you know old Jamie. Yeah, old Jamie'd up. Yeah. Um, rustled her Jamies. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I, I just. He's such a likable character, like, and it, it's it's not only his writing; it's it's the role that he fulfills. Yeah. It's he's this almost he's he's basically John's second in command. Um, not Ed, not no, Davos. It, well, Davos is more of an I see him more of as a, of a uh, an advisor sort of thing to to not only John but to Sansa as well. Uh, whereas Tormund, Tormund's all John, yeah. like he's all John and Brienne, yeah. but. Um, no, I, I just like Tormund. Like, he's a sick character. Like, fuck yeah, that beard's, like, awesome. Yeah. Like, really cool character. Um, I don't think I've got anything else to say. Really well written as well. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Second favourite character. So, my second favourite character is Arya. I just love her so much. And her I'm, I'm, no, I'm no, getting no, up. I'm going to walk away. <laughs> Number two is Davos. Nice. Yes. Nice. Davos, also known as Ned Stark 2.0, yep. is basically... He, that's essentially the role he replaced oh yeah yeah he, he yeah, came yeah. in season 2 essentially to replace Ned Stark 
And in the books, he served the purpose of giving us the viewpoint of Stannis and his guards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, because none of the kings have actually had a um, point of view. No. No. No, they You could maybe argue for Brienne and Catelyn when they were with... Um... No, what I mean is none of the kings actually have viewpoint chapters. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. I thought, yeah. I thought you were meaning that none of the... Kings have characters that serve. Yeah, no, you know, okay, yeah, so they all have yeah, no, yeah. none of them. Until yeah. later on, Stannis has his own. No, I thought in like book five or four no. or five. No, okay, no, yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, again, it was probably all so, through Davos. Yeah. So. and so Davos was someone who like was. He's an interesting character, you know. Started as a smuggler, uh, did the right thing, um, got his fingers chopped off, and became impe- a knight, an impeccable moral yeah. code. Um, he, you know, fighting in battles. Yeah. Um, then there's that. What I really like in season three is where he, he learns to read, and then he basically, yeah, was this in season three or was this season four? Yeah. Well, I can't remember. What I'm going to say it was book three. season three. Basically, he puts his line on, life on the line with Stannis. Basically, like you know, like here's the letter. Let's go. And yeah, even if they haven't always had him doing the most interesting things, his character's been good. His his character's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Maybe what he's yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like he. He's pretty good at public speaking too. Like when he convinced the Iron Bank to give Stannis cash, when he convinced um, Lady Mormont to yeah, give uh, yeah. John troops Six, sixty-two men. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I like Davos. Um, quick question though, for our two favorite characters or second favorite characters, do you think they'll die? Davos purely because he has an impeccable moral code, and anybody who has a moral code in this show dies. Not yet. Not yet. But Not eventually. Yet. Yeah. Okay. Or, or, or I don't know about eventually, but not yet. Like oh, I don't think either of them will die. Episode like this week, this season. Yeah. Thing. I said I don't think either of them will die in this battle. It'll be the yeah. big final battle. Maybe one of them will die. I said plenty of people are going to start. More dying. than likely, Tormund. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I said yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. you don't have anything else to add? Uh, no. Sweet. Let's get on to this fucking episode yep. nine, son. Yeah. Um. You've just finished listening to episode 8 of Beyond the Wall. Uh, we just broke down episode 8 called No One mm. uh, with a shit character ending and plot points that just make no sense and don't matter. Mm. Um, join us next week where we sit down and discuss uh, episode 9, the penultimate episode of each season. Uh, this season titled uh, Battle of the Bastards. Yes. Bastard Bowl. Actually, it's called Arya's Grand Adventure. <laughs> a Life at Sea. A Life at Sea. Um... So no, thank you very much for uh, for listening, and uh, join us next week. I am the sword in the darkness. I am the watcher on the walls. 